You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, you know it. It's something food and drinks related on this Tuesday afternoon. And I'm really delighted uh, to be joined once again uh, via Facebook Live, via Zoom really, uh, with John Rhodes, whiskey expert, um, who has done uh, several experiments and research things for the purposes of this program. Uh, John, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? I'm fine. Can you hear me? Can you see me? You all right? Yes, it's all good. Okay. We we okay. had we had some technical glitches just now, but um, yeah. worth it in, in the end. So this week we're talking about something quite interesting. Um, we often get you on the program to talk about whiskey pairing w- with with different food like cheeses, um, chocolate. Even I think one time we'd even did mooncakes. Um, but with Chinese New Year just sort of round the corner. <laughs> Sorry. You just dropped the screen. Sorry, with Chinese New Year just around the corner, um, it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting to do some whiskey pairing uh, with uh, Chinese New Year food. Wait, ha- have you been drinking? Is that why the is that why the camera is a bit shaky? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. That was just me reacting to things not going right. Always have a backup. Exactly. Right. I'd love to invite our listeners to join us on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, before we talk about the whiskey pairing itself, uh, for some of our listeners who don't know what the pun choy is, um, let me just pop it on the on the screen right now. Um, John's very kindly taken these photos for us for when you did the... The, the 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 research pun choy is basically like a Chinese casserole in a basin, um, and you get all sorts of food in it. Over to you, John. What do you get usually in a pun choy? Um, well, it's pretty much as you see in the picture. I can't see on your screen, so we're just going to do a little bit of that. So it looks like that. Yep, that's now, the one. Um, what we had also, in, you know, because there's the there's the main pun choy there, right? But we also add in a little bit of like uh, roast pork. Um, and uh, Pigfoot, actually, as well. So it was a very meaty dish. It was very, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I love that you printed that picture up um, for us. I think the hardest part was deciphering my, my nose. Well, we, it was a family effort. You know, it wasn't all just uh, like one guy and, and, and everything like that. So we had a, um, quite a bit of, sort of uh, let's say, input uh, <laughs> from everybody, and we just tried it out. And it was nice. It was just a really nice meal, you know. It was just that sort of get-together kind of thing try the whiskeys and see what they were. Um, and that's uh, that was the whole evening. Um, yeah, the, the hardest part was really just deciphering my my, uh, my writing. You know, I did I'd try and take notes, and it just got worse and worse as the evening went on. So, you know, it was a, there was a lot of effort put into it. <laughs> well done. Really hats off to you, to you and your family. I love that you printed out the photo for us as well. I, I did have the exact same picture on the screen, but since you printed it out, I, I focused back onto uh, the screen on, on, on you. Um, for some of our listeners who may or may not have tried porn chai before, it comes in a variety. There are so many different things in it. I can see from, from the one that you had, you know, there's fish balls, um, there's goose, there's uh, shrimps. Um, uh, there's just something for everyone, really. Um I, I yeah, and there's, there's, there's other version, stuff underneath actually. it. You know, there's, there's like mushrooms underneath. You know, there's, it's all you know the things hidden. Um, so yeah, we had uh, the, the the scallops, uh, the mushrooms, uh, fish maw, uh, things like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's as Hong Kong as you can get. You know, it's as Chinese as you can get. And uh, so the whiskies, of course, we tried were most. Uh, they were all Scottish. You know, it's all various types of whiskies. Um, and we found that quite a lot of stuff was fine. Yeah, it, it went quite well. But some stuff really didn't, uh, and I, it was really hard to try and sort of like 
what are you going to do in terms of how do you describe the different flavors that you've got? So we didn't quite go into that. We just went into sort of like what worked and what didn't. So either it was a perfect match and it made you feel like, okay, I want another mouthful of that and another drink and you off you go. Or it made you feel like, mm, no, there was something strange. And we had, we definitely had one uh, particular pairing. I'm trying to think where that was. It was, it went into the land. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm going to split this into the different styles of categories of whiskey. So you've got like the sherry style whiskey, and that's like a heavily sherry style whiskey or a medium sherry style whiskey. And then the bourbon cask whiskeys. Um, and then we had the peated whiskeys. And then we had single grain whiskey. Um, so we, we had all of these. Uh, and what we found, I think it was the bourbon cask whiskey. We had that with the goose. And it just went into the land of weird. <laughs> and it wasn't just me, it was just, it was, it was really strange. You know, it was like, I don't know if it was that particular cask, because, you know, I, I tend to sort of deal with single cask whiskey, so each cask has its own little character. Um, but it, with the goose, it just went into really sort of, we couldn't work out what was going on, because there was no flavors of goose and there was no flavors of whiskey that just created something odd. Um, and it wasn't particularly late in the evening. It wasn't like we were sort of, you know, under the influence, let's say. Um, you know, it was, it was like generally sort of, oh, this is just, you, you couldn't define it. Um, and it was, it was weird for one of us. It was weird in a bad way for others. It was just, uh, it was like, mm, that's weird, but in an interesting way, but you'd never want to repeat it. Uh, so yeah, there's all sorts of like reactions going on there. That's so funny. Um, the thing with Pun Choi is I always think it, it doesn't taste, uh, some people think it's because it's one sauce, it tastes the same. But for me, the sauce tastes the same, but then the individual ingredients, the flavor of it really comes through. So the shrimps really, really is quite fresh and quite sweet and the scallops and the fish balls. And, um, so the, the individual ingredients, the flavor of it really comes through, even though the sauce is, is the yes, same. Yes. Does that make sense? It's, it's absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, we found that, like, okay, with the shrimp, we found there was a lingering sweetness with when we had a heavily sherried whiskey with that one. Um, and that was quite good. And also the, the abalone was quite good, which was the dried one. But we also had, um, we cooked up some tinned abalone that we had. Um, and that was even better. I mean, it was just tremendous. Uh, so these, these are like examples of like things went really well. <laughs> um, but uh, the, yeah, the other, yeah, what is, generally it was kind of like very hard, but if you have something like a heavily sherried whiskey, which is quite sort of dark, sweet kind of flavors, it didn't go well with the like uh, the roast pork. You know, so the roast pork's got like a very salty, crispy skin. Right? Now, it goes well with char siu, which is honey roast. That's different. Yes. Uh, so that went where it goes well with it. But with the salty stuff, it really didn't. So, I mean, in terms of like sort of generic kind of way of describing some of this for anyone who wants to have a meal and have three or four bottles of different styles of whiskey with it, and you've got you know, like a big family gathering and thing. Um, yeah, so that they didn't go so well with the, the you know, the, the salty pork thing. Um, so there's a, a little, maybe a little hint there. That's so interesting. For me personally, if, uh, drinking whiskey straight has an appeal, but for me, I think it would taste quite nice if you mix a dash of, a dash of soda water with it just to make it fizzy. Um, and that would go quite nicely, I think, w w with some of maybe the shrimps or maybe the fish balls, sort of like a whiskey soda. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we, we, we didn't get down to, to doing <laughs> stuff like that. However, <laughs> we, I, I'll, I'll say it, I'll probably say it at the end. Um, but I know I'll say it now. We, I found a really interesting flavor pairing there, which I might uh, save that for another time, um, which was we've, we've well, I, I, we found a, a tea 
that went really well with the heavily peated whiskey. Um, and it's, it was a red jasmine. It wasn't just normal jasmine, which is can, after a while in the pot, gets very, very pungent and really strong. This was a red jasmine, much more delicate and a little bit sweeter. And that meant away. It was, it was an accident. You know, it just went amazingly well with the whiskey. Um, so that was a nice little thing. And I'm just thinking, well, maybe one of these other things I'm going to do is try and sort of, again, with these different whiskeys and all the different... Let's uh, do teasing. tea and whiskey one day. Now, this, this is anathema to, to whiskey people in the Scottish. Oh, you can't have tea. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's like, well, yeah, fair enough. I think they're talking about um, like the, the commercially produced in the, in the, the cartons, like the, those, those really very sweet uh, sort of uh, commercial products. I'm thinking more like the real stuff, you know, the real tea. Uh, so that's 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 that sort of like sparked up another idea. It's like, oh, we should have a look at that. Definitely, that's such a great idea. Um, because of course the Japanese uh, will often mix their whiskey w- with green tea. It's it's a drink, and I suppose in Hong Kong there's quite a big influence. If you go to well, not these days, but if you go to any old karaoke bar, they often will serve you whiskey with green tea f- for they, your throat. They, yeah, I've, I've not been brave enough to try green tea. I mean, green tea. <laughs> really hard to pair with, with whiskeys. I mean, the actual, you know, you get the powder form and stuff like that. So I don't know if they're getting that sweet green tea or if it's... The sweet green tea. Green yeah. tea with honey or, or something like that. But uh, green tea is, is really hard to pair with stuff, uh, particularly with, with whiskeys. I have tried it. Um, and it's, I just found it hard going. It was just It just wouldn't go with anything. <laughs> it just wasn't wasn't working for me. I'm speaking from experience. I remember in in a karaoke place where they would give you Japanese whiskey with a honeyed green tea, and I suppose it was for your throat. And well, I don't know, maybe it was just so that you you know drink and and be merry. Um, but it went quite well together. I suppose the honey green tea did sort of mask the flavour. Um, but back yeah, to the think, sorry, think, go on. <laughs> Yeah, the honey. I think that you're saying that the honey is the thing there. <laughs> this is the one that sort of puts it together because, you know, this green tea on its own can be quite, I mean, it's nice on its own. It's all that. Um, but it's nice watching all of those things, you know, those nice, healthy antioxidants mixing up with the whiskey. So it's like there's a real fight going on there, yeah. especially for your liver. So. <laughs> all in all, would you say whiskey went well with the punchai? I suppose because there's so many different ingredients in it. There's veggies, there's meat, there's seafood. Um, would you recommend having whiskey with pun chai? Oh, definitely. Um, I think, right, one of the ones that we found did generally overall with almost anything um, was the like a peated whiskey. That, that actually went with quite a lot of things. However, it didn't go so well with the yudan. Um oh. That was that was one thing, uh, but the other one was a um, it was a single well it was a grain whiskey single grain whiskey so it was very light. It was very light, and then we lost John. Well, we'll try our best to get uh, John Rhodes back uh, on this Tuesday afternoon. We're talking about uh, whiskey pairing uh, with John, um, who's a whiskey expert. And he's actually gone through a a lot of research uh, to to, to do this. He's actually taken some pictures for us as well, which you'll be able to see. I've popped them up on the Facebook Live. Uh, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Uh, Feel free to join us there and feel free to comment if you have any uh, Chinese food in particular that you'd like to uh, recommend uh, with whiskey, um, all sorts of pairing, then do let us know uh, because we've got uh, John uh, joining us on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. And perhaps later on, we'll also move to the Lobako. I believe we've got uh, John back on the line. John, can you hear me? 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what went uh, what went there. Um, it wasn't me. Honestly, it wasn't. <laughs> no worries at all. We've managed to get you back uh, via WhatsApp calls. I think that's a that's a real sort of. The te- technology is not going well for us today. Never mind. Um, but thank you so much for, for, for doing all that research. I, I understand um, you, you also uh, have homemade lobako, um as well. I'm a big fan of lobako. Those are the Chinese turnip cakes. Um, have you ever tried them with whiskey before? Um, yes. I, we were doing lobako during the weekend. Actually, um, and uh, so my wife, Mag- Margaret, she was she was making it from um, scratch. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you can definitely smell it around the house when you're cooking up the onions and turnips. I can say that. Um, it's a lot of work, <laughs> you know. actually, because you have to sort of shred the t- the white turnip, and it takes a long time. It takes a lot of you know upper upper body strength. Oh, yeah, this is the only time of year that it happens at home. The rest of the time we buy it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was again, it was like, okay, let's let's try that out. Um, but because Lobat Go is, is, is the way that it is, uh, it, it can be a little bit sharp. Um, it, it Again, it went well with a really, like, you know, nice with a single-grain whiskey. So, you know, this, this sort of single-grain or, let's say, a light sweet whiskey just tends to go with just about everything you can think of. Um and uh, but it also went well again. It was a peated whiskey. Uh, if you get maybe like a Highland style of peated whiskey, they tend to be a bit more on the sweet side and not quite so, um, let's say, mineral or, or maritime kind of flavors. Um, uh, so those ones work. Remind our listeners once again, and actually, remind me also, uh, John, peated whiskey is the more smoky flavor one, it's the one that's a bit smoky in taste. Yeah, I mean, there's two different kinds, really. Um, there's one you get from the islands, uh, Isla, especially the, the distilleries from Isla. So it's quite, it can be quite medicinal, um, but it, you, they can also have a bit of, they, they do have a floral note to them, but the medicinal side of it, which is the maritime kind of flavors, they're very, very strong. But if you get a peat from uh, the highlands uh, or the mainland, it's more woody and it's more smoky. And then it allows the whiskey to come through more on the floral side generally speaking. Um, but it can still be quite heavy with, the, let's say, like the medicinal flavor, the phenols. Um, but yeah, it tends to be the island ones are can be really quite strong. Yeah. Uh, so if you get a lightly peated whiskey, it'll go really quite well with pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't like that. So yeah, uh, so, yeah just a sweet, uh, I like sweet whiskey. Fine. Um, John, you've been in Hong Kong for so many years. Um, You're partly, well, yeah, you're a Hong Konger. You're married to a Chinese. Um, What's one of your favorite Chinese New Year foods that you've sort of tried and tested over the years that you've really enjoyed that you think, ah, will really go well with whiskey? Oh, I would honestly say, yeah, that's a toughie. Um, Ooh, put me on the spot. That's (laughs) Maybe I, I, my, the real one for me is, is really Lobako. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love that as a food. Um, and yeah, it goes great with, with really like the light whiskeys. Puchoy uh, is nice, but they can be quite heavy. And there's a, they're very, very rich. You know, they're just very dense with proteins from whether it's like meats uh, or, you know, seafood and, and prawns and so on. Um, but for us, I mean, within the family uh, or my wife's family, uh, we first meal of the year is a vegetarian meal. Uh, so it's, you know, we have the, this, just that kind of stuff. Um, and that's, that's, that's yet to be tested out actually. 
Ah, okay. Sorry to, to to put you on the spot. <laughs> One of my favorite Chinese New Year food is, it, it, I suppose it's not as well known. I I don't know. Maybe our listeners do know about it. It's called ngao yi zai. It's called um cow ear cookies, um and they're really really cute. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're they're sort of sweet, but they're also savory. That's a weird and wonderful thing about Chinese cuisine. Sometimes you you get a bit of a um uh, yeah a sweet and savory kind of thing. It's 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 called a cow ear cookie. And they're really, really delicious, and they're kind of beige in color, and they have these sort of circular rings in them. Um, and I think they're quite crunchy, so I think they'll go quite well with um, whiskey. Also, you can make them, yeah, you, you can make them yourselves at home. Um, they're sort of deep fried, so they're kind of like a deep fried cookie, if you like. <laughs> they're not really baked cookies. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, they've got those yeah. swirls in the middle. They're beige in color. You get those brown swirls. They don't really resemble a cow's ear at all. I think some variations they kind of call them a like pig ear cookie, um, but I, I've always known them as ngao yi zai as cow ear cookies. Yeah, well, this is we're coming up to the year of the ox, so it has to be cow ear cookie. You can't call it pig ear. Exactly. Yeah, but there's just so much that you know you you can have, and and perhaps our listeners can do that. We can invite them to to try their own pairing, you know, from um, almond cookies to sesame cookie balls. I don't know, uh, uh, dumplings. You know, those round dumplings that uh, you know uh, people often have during Chinese New Year and Mid Autumn Festival as well. Oh yeah, I mean, all the time I push people just to just try it, just try it, just try it. You know. Yeah. Um, finally, before I let you go, what's your take on pairing whiskey with something sweet? Is is that a no go, or is that sort of okay? Oh d- yeah, definitely okay. Um, absolutely okay. It's just you try the whiskeys that you can get, which uh, be quite dry, and then go well with the sweet. But then you get sweet on top of sweet, uh, so you get sweet whiskeys. Um, but it also depends. Like if you're talking, I suppose you could be talking chocolate. You get the various types of levels of sweetness going up to, you know, high cocoa bitterness. Um, the high cocoa bitterness ones, I think they tend to go uh, with, let's say, the more. Uh, for me, it's the lighter kind of whiskies uh, because the the cocoa bitter can be quite overpowering, quite strong. Um, so you got something that doesn't try to compete with it. Uh, so you do that. But yeah, just I mean, I would just give everything a go. I always do. Exactly, <laughs> it's just it's the fun of it, right? Absolutely, John. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you so much for doing so much research and pairing. I can see in the picture that on, on the Facebook screen, I think you've paired about six bottles of of different types of whiskey with your ponchai. I hope it was an enjoyable meal, and thank you so much for sharing uh, your findings with our listeners uh, this afternoon. Hi, cheers, Noreen, and I'll catch you in the new year. For sure. Thank you so much, and Kung Hei Fat Choi. Thank you very much indeed. Hi, cheerio.